Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Rare Podcast Network is brought to you, as always, by ZipRecruiter. You know what's not smart? Betting against the Patriots on a televised night home game. You don't want to do that. You learned again tonight. Don't do that. You know what else is the smart job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes? Luckily, there's a smart way at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter finds people with the right skills for your job. They actively invite them to apply. You get qualified candidates fast. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, SeatGeek, the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more. I used it for two World Series games. What a pleasure, those color-coded maps. Oh, I really love them. $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event. All you have to do is use promo code BS. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. Don't forget about the ringer.com where you can find the very best sports, pop culture, tech, you name it. It's all in there. This is our time. We love October. We love November. The podcast network is doing gangbusters. 39 million downloads last month, Jim Cunningham. How about that? Jim Cunningham, stepping in for Nephew Kyle, who may never come back from the Midwest alive. Yeah, we had a new record month for us. Almost, I think we get to 40 in November. And actually, November is tough because you got Thanksgiving. Eh, 39. Solid. Uh, thank you for all the support. Thanks for spreading the word. Thanks to Apple and Spotify and Google and all these other great places, SoundCloud, that run our podcasts. Thanks to all of the wonderful partners who help uh, sponsor these podcasts. It's been a blast, man. We are we are cranking it over here at The Ringer. Coming up, The Cuz, as always, Sunday night. We're going to play Guest Alliance and a whole lot more. But first, Pearl Jam. All right, on the line, as always, Sunday night, doing a little later than usual. The Pats-Packers game ran a little bit long. I can't say it was the most exciting game I've ever watched, and I can't believe Cordero Patterson was playing running back and the Pats doing uh, Edelman passes and flea flickers. They they really broke, brought the uh, kitchen sink out. More importantly, Sal, the three big tease teams, they all covered. It's starting to feel magical. I'm starting to get those 2004 flashbacks, Sal. Chiefs, Bears, Patriots. Let's bang them out, man, every week. Let's keep doing this. We got this. Everybody. Well, the Rams, I guess, covered on a teaser too, right? Barely. Did they? What did yeah. They I find that, yeah, yeah they, they covered the teaser, but I finally stayed away from them. But more important, like we, these, these high lines with like the Bears were minus 10 in Buffalo. And you, you were a little, you were a tiny bit worried about that one. I was not worried because it was Nathan Peterman going against the Bears defense. I felt comfortable. You were scared though. Something scared you. Well, you always ask, and we always ask each other, all right, which one screws me here out of these three? So I, I picked one. I don't know why. I just figured, I don't know. I, I think because the Bills have killed me so many times before, and I was on so heavy with that Vikings game, which is looking like the biggest screw job game of the, uh, of the maybe of the century, right? The but Bills going to Minnesota and winning by however many touchdowns, three yeah, touchdowns. It's a documentary. It's a 30 for 30 documentary at some point, I think. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, so I saw some stat. I'm going to look this up to make sure I'm right. But I think in the last six games, the Bills are averaging seven points a game. Is that possible? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little more than that. Let's they see. did end up with an offensive touchdown this week, right? But oh, not did they? One, not one last week. I Hold think that. so. I think Peterman snuck one in or something. Well, this goes. Our friend Brad declared him the worst quarterback, worst starting quarterback of all time. He says he has enough starts now that he could be considered amongst the worst. <laughs> well, that's high praise for Brad. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't dabble in hyperbole either. He does his research. <laughs> yeah. So, so green. So Buffalo beats Minnesota twenty-seven to six in week three, and mm-hmm. ruined every elimination pool. All the teases. It's just complete chaos. It's it's probably the great the craziest gambling result, not just of this year, but in a couple of years. Yeah. After that, zero points, thirteen points, thirteen points, five points, six points, nine points. Huh. Unbelievable. So they so they have that's twenty five, thirty, forty five points in six weeks. And I don't even know what Chicago did to win that game. I know they had two two defensive touchdowns. Trubisky went for like a buck 35. He was he he wasn't great. It, it didn't really add up. Well, we always said Sal, November is when we find out who's got what. Big winner mm-hmm. today, big winner of the weekend, the Saints of New Orleans. Now yeah. firmly entrenched in the uh in the old NFC driver's seat. Now the Rams have to actually beat them by one to get to get uh the NFC title game, but I think there are real signs of of possible concern with the Rams because of their defense. And you saw with that trade for Fowler that they did last week. They gave up a third rounder for a guy who mispracticed last week and, and clearly uh, was a little bit of a head case. But they just they aren't getting enough of a push with their front seven except for Aaron Donald. And it does seem like you can throw on them if you have even a little bit of time. They dismantled. The uh, the they got dismantled by the Saints today. What did you see? I mean, they needed to pressure Breeze. That was the only way they were going to win that game, and they didn't do it at all. They had no sacks. I think the Saints punted once. Um, Marcus Peters is looking like a bad free agent signing. I mean, that guy screws up every time I look at him. He's not ready for the play. He's whiffing on passes, and uh, they've definitely missed Akib Talib back there. But it really looked like it wasn't about Gurley. It was about Kamara. The guy was running downhill the whole game. Yeah. The Saints offense did just about whatever they wanted with him. And uh, it wasn't close. I, I like the Rams going in. I was I was way off on that. I really like the Saints, but was afraid to bet that one. Yeah. I uh I I like the Steelers, that one hit. I like the Falcons, that one hit, and I really like the Seahawks. And you like the Seahawks too, right? No, no. Oh, you like the Chargers. Yeah, I like the Chargers. Yeah. Mm. I like that. I will say this, though, for the Rams fans or specifically for uh, Todd Gurley fans, this is a big win because now he has to play weeks 15 and 16 or 16 and 17. Whereas if they were two games up on the Saints, that guy sits for a while, which is of big interest to our uh, stupid fantasy league. Well, so, yeah, we got basically seven weeks left and the Rams and Mm -hmm. Saints are just going to be eyeballing each other the rest of the way. Meanwhile, Panthers sitting there at six and two. Weird, right? Would you have guessed they were six and two? Pretty good. No, I, I mean they seem like the team that could never put together two, three wins together in a, in a row. But McCaffrey goes for like one fifty every game. They take care of business. Newton kind of has the same stats, right? Like two fifty and 30, 40 yards rushing. And that game wasn't as close as the final score either. I think they were up 
Yeah. So they up 35-7 or something it was like that. 35-7. The, the Bucks did a really weird thing where they fake punted from their own like 30 <laughs> down right. down 28-7. They did the surprise fake punt. That was a disaster. And and yet you couldn't turn that game off because that's what Fitzmagic is there for, to erase a 28-point deficit <laughs> and ruin your tees or whatever you had in. I feel like yeah. there is uh there's some separation finally with the top half of the league. You look at the AFC, Casey's eight and one, Pat's seven and two, Chargers six and two, Steelers five and two. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Texans at six and three, Cincy five and three. But I think that's a pretty steep drop off to those two teams. I feel like there's four good teams in the AFC. And I, I I'm Hesitant to even call the Steelers that good, but let's throw them in there anyway. No, I think that we have to give the Steelers a little more credit. They're missing their best running back, theoretically, before the season. They, theoretically. They through, get through the halfway point with two losses. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, no. I mean, I, he's doing a good job offensively. I think he hit like seven receivers today. And, you know, Connor is spectacular. What did he go for, a, a 107 today on the ground? Like They, they could franchise Le'Veon Bell for less money next year. This is going to be... Very interesting to see how this ends up. I made them uh I made them one of my best bets this week, the Steelers. It was the mm-hmm. first time I'd kind of bought in. I st- so here are their wins. They they beat Tampa by three, killed the Falcons, beat the Bengals by a touchdown, beat the Browns, beat the Ravens. Still still so they still have the Panthers at home. They have a weird yeah. at Denver game. They have the Chargers at home. They have the Patriots at home, and then they have the Saints in New Orleans week 16. So they they basically have their four toughest games they haven't played yet, right? Yeah, that's a fun game. Chargers at home could be a preview of a, a first-round game, right? Wild card weekend? Yeah. Well, they played KC in week two. I shouldn't say that. So, so I, four of their five toughest games of the year they haven't had yet. And all those will be, right. you know— Roethlisberger got uh, did the old chase down sack where he landed on his shoulder. It looked like broken collarbone, right? Yeah, I don't know. I looked up and he was in the next play or two <laughs> plays later. What he completed a good big pass? What yeah, I, I was on the Ringer uh, Ringer NFL Slack, and we were like, "Wow, was that a broken collarbone, separated shoulder?" And then it's like, "Hey, he's back in. He just threw a ten yarder." So that's what he does. Yeah. So I, I have four teams in the AFC, and then I think it's a drop. And Houston, who's your fourth? The uh, the Pats, the Chiefs, the Chargers, Steelers. Oh, the Chargers. Okay, yeah. I don't trust the Texans. I thought a lot of no, people no, no. putting them in there. Like, I don't know what they were. So I don't know O'Brien how lucky he is to win some of these games. He beat the Colts by a slim margin. The Cowboys, the Bills, the Broncos today, and like their their upcoming schedule is so easy. They have the the Skins, the Titans, the Browns, the Colts again, and the Jets. Like they could like win eleven games, but I don't think they're very good. Well, there's six wins. They barely beat the Colts. And the Colts were pretty banged up for that game. They barely beat your Clapper, the Clappers. Yeah. Beat the Bills by seven. Bills was close. Yeah. Handled the Jags. Handled the Dolphins. And they lose today if the Broncos guy makes the field goal. And then why do they do that? I mean, I know it's a mile high and like 51 yards is like 41 yards. But why settle for that? Just just get them to the, like, get it to like a 45-yard field goal. What? What goes on anymore with these coaches setting up like that? I've never liked that. And I would like to add, actually hold this thought about the fired coaches because Vance Joseph, press pause on Vance Joseph for four minutes. Just NFC, Rams 8-1, and one, Saints 7-1, and one, Panthers 6-2. and two. 
Bears five and three, Vikings five and three, Redskins five and three, Falcons four and four, Seattle four and four, Philly four and four, Packers three, four and one. It's a lot more complicated, so a lot. I don't know what yeah, six. Six seed's gonna be interesting, I think. You don't think let's who's the guaranteed fifth now? Well, the uh Carolina or New Orleans, whoever wins that debate, whoever loses is gonna be fifth, right? Well, so you figure Rams, Saints, Panthers, I would say definitely. Somebody has to come from the NFC East, whether it's the Redskins or the Eagles or the Cowboys. Not necessarily. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, that's somebody. one spot. <laughs> and then uh and then somebody's gotta come from from uh the NFC North. So and that's so either the Minnesota NFC or North Chicago. Wild card and one NFC South wild card, right? Not and that the Falcons keep going. I liked what I saw mm. from the Falcons today. And yeah, Julio finally scored. Yeah, Julio scored. That was exciting. <laughs> but um all right, so if you had to guess all the five hundred or below teams that we have right now, weirdly there is no five hundred team in the AFC, which I have no explanation for at all. But no five hundred teams? Yeah, oh, so I'll go yeah. five hundred or below, which includes the four and five Ravens, the three and four Titans, the three and five Jags, the three and five Colts. Um four and four. See, I feel like in previous years we would have kicked one of these teams out by now. I don't think we've kicked well, anyone out. Well, I think out. we should do that right now. Four and four Falcons, four and four Seahawks, four and four Eagles, three, four and one Packers, three and four Cowboys. I'm gonna I'm not gonna count the Lions. But out of those teams, you can't kick any of those teams out, I don't think. But out of all those teams I mentioned, who is the most likely to go on a second half run? Because we're here. This is with second half run time right now. This is when it starts. So who, who would you pick? I guess Atlanta, because I was looking at their schedule, and it's because I, I was about to bet against them to make the playoffs. And I'm like, nah, they, they have a, a decent run the rest of the way, even though they are in the South. Do you have their, their schedule up there? Uh, I'm going to call it up right now. When I used to write my Friday column before I retired from writing, um, I used to <laughs> love week nine. I used to love to try to figure out who the second half team was because we would have one or two every year. So, and a lot of times it would be one in each conference, but it would be a team mm-hmm. that was like three three and four heading into week nine because they'd already had a bye or four and four or even three and five. And then they would just get hot. And it happens all the time. So you could say it happened with the Falcons, but they've really, you know, they were one and four heading into week six. And since then- they beat Tampa. They beat the Giants. They beat the Redskins. They still don't have a and good. Now they have the Browns. They're home for the Cowboys. Yep. Uh, at the Saints is probably a loss. Then home for the Ravens. Then at the Packers. Then home for the Cardinals. And then the Panthers and Bucks. So there's probably at least four wins in there, right? Yeah. And you think so? Their best win so far. They beat Carolina in Week Two. Mm-hmm. They need to win six of the next eight. So they can only have two losses. So even That's if they tough. if they lose at New Orleans and they lose one of at Green Bay or at Carolina, um, that gets them the 10 wins. But I got to be honest, I don't know if 10 wins makes it. That Green Bay game is probably an elimination game. When is that? Is that like in four weeks or something? Yeah. No. Have you, do yeah, you? December 9th, yeah. Do you like what you've seen from Green Bay? I don't know. I just... You know, it sounds cliche, like you can never count Rodgers out, but that's that does seem to, I mean, he does make these guys, it doesn't really matter who's with him, the St. Brown and, who is it, Valdez Scantling? Like, 
Yeah. These guys come up with great catches and they could, for that reason, they're, they're in every game. Now they, they, they're going to play at a level of competition. They're going to beat the 49ers without this uh, miracle quarterback a few weeks ago by a few points. They're probably going to do the same against the Dolphins this week. But I don't know. You, you, what, you thought that was a pushover team tonight? I just don't think they're very good. No. I don't, uh, I don't think their defense is very good. It's definitely their secondary is a little shaky. Um, I don't know. I just they, don't they, see they, it. You know, Brady never, ever gets hit, but it did seem like he had a little bit of, he had to do a little bit of maneuvering tonight more than uh, previous weeks. Yeah, know? but you know, that, that I mean, that happened last week too against Buffalo. And, and mm-hmm. my hope last week was that, oh, well, you know, they're just kind of, they're looking ahead to next week. But I, I'm not sure the Patriots are very good. I mean, they're certainly yeah. not until Sony Michelle comes back. And they're they're not they don't have a wide receiver at running back. Uh, it's going to be very hard to judge them. But you know, Gronk is the transcendent tight end of the last fifteen years, and has, mm-hmm. as you know, because you have him on your fantasy team, he's on he, my bench along with Leonard Fournette. Doing he, great. They're getting along really well. <laughs> they're hanging out. <laughs> they're going on vacations together. Uh, yeah, it's just there's not a lot of firepower on this Pats team, and. The fact that they're seven and two is kind of crazy. They have a plus sixty eight point differential right now. I don't understand it. They're five and zero at home. They are. There's only three. Actually, there's four undefeated teams at home this season right now. Can you guess the four? They're one of them. The Pats are one. I'll get. So there's three others. All right. Let me guess. Uh, the Panthers. Yep. Five and zero. Uh, okay. Um... The Chiefs haven't lost at home. Um, that's true. And there's one more. Actually, there's there's five. I just realized. Well, the Rams haven't lost at home. Rams, and then let's see. And then your Dallas Cowboys three and zero at home. Unbelievable! The clapper. That's good. You just jinxed it. You just jinxed the whole thing. That's good. Clap attack. And I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this last Sunday night. You get to celebrate. We shoot the. We record the podcast. Minutes after the Red Sox won the World Series. Yeah. We'll do the same this week after the Patriots beat the Packers. Yeah. And now uh, next Sunday, we're going to do it after the Eagles beat the Cowboys. This is going to work out great for me. <laughs> <laughs> the the ca- timing is so good. Uh, back to the fire. I, I'm, I'm pressing the pause button, the fired coach conversation. Yeah. Kind of felt like that might have been John Harbaugh's last game. I wouldn't be shocked if people are listening mm. to this on Monday and he's gone. I don't, that team is not as crisp as some of the other Ravens teams. Flacco looks horrible. I don't know what the hell they're doing with this Lamar Jackson thing. It's like the complete opposite of of uh, what the Saints do when they bring in their backup quarterback. And there's that he had, it actually makes sense. They put thought into it. Oh yeah, that Hill number seven. Yeah, yeah. Hill's really exciting. They, the Ravens bring in Jackson. It's like every time it's it's awful. Flacco. I've been trying to get the Ringer video team to do Flacco PI as a fake TV credit thing for like four <laughs> weeks. Nobody's biting. But that's really their offense is he just steps back. If nobody tips the ball at the line, he just heaves it downfield and, and tries to get a pass interference basically. Um, I, I just don't think that team looks like they're on the same page. So that's one candidate. And I think Vance Joseph with Denver, like he's clearly not going to be the coach next year. That, that team is woefully coached. Woeful. Mm-hmm as we saw today with the field goal thing. 
I don't feel like they're a three and six team. I think probably a four and five team, maybe even a so five and four team with the right coach. But I think those would be the two candidates. I, and the other one, the third one would be Dirk Cutter. What a mess that team is. At some point, he's oh, going to get coach fired. Yeah, yeah, he's going to get canned at some point. So those would be my three. Am I missing anyone? Uh, maybe Todd Bowles. I, I don't know what they're thinking with him. Maybe at this point, but um, I didn't include him because I thought he was dead. He's not dead. <laughs> I thought they just propped his cro- his corpse up during the games. He's alive. He's still around. Todd, I think, uh, <laughs> Todd Bowles Sam is Donald alive. Almost hit him with a pass today and killed him. But yeah, I actually it. in the second quarter I thought I saw him blink. Not yeah. positive. He's like the new Jim Caldwell. He's, they just cut to him, and he's got the same look on his face as, as Savior <laughs> Sam's throwing another pick. They cut to Todd Bowles. Just complete, complete nothing. Just absence of emotion. Yeah. Well, his, his, who Rob Anderson and Sam Adams took over the clubhouse today. They were really mad, so we're probably going to hear more about the Jets uh, this Wait, week. Wait, what happened? Going on. They flipped out and said, this isn't going to happen. We're not having a rebuilding year every year. It seemed like a lot of it was directed at Bowles, but... um. I don't know. There's another one I say uh, might be a year premature, but how about Mike McCarthy? How many passes does he get? A classic example of how winning a Super Bowl can save your job for... Buys you another decade. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Billick, I don't remember how many more years he lasted after he won the Ravens Super Bowl, but Mm -hmm. it felt a little... uh, It felt a little lush for what what should happen, but yeah. I, I mean... You know, you always hear this stuff, it's secondhand and whispers, and but it it's always like, well, there's no love lost between Rodgers and McCarthy. Well, I'm sure Rodgers are driving to the <laughs> yeah. airport. And it's like, it's, how many years in a row can we hear that Rodgers doesn't like Mike McCarthy? And at some right. point, it's his team. I feel that way about Jason Garrett. He's treated as a coach who won the Super Bowl six years ago. Doesn't he get that feeling? He gets that. He gets an immediate pass every every game. <laughs> he's how many playoff games has he won? Like two? <laughs> he's got Jerry Jones convinced that he's Jimmy Johnson or something. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Sal. He is not Jimmy Johnson. Hey, he's not Jimmy Johnson. Hey, how's your me undies collection going? Oh, did I tell you about it? No, please we'll read do a something. Then I'll tell you about it. Well, you know I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. You know I'm obsessed with their amazing colors and prints. Did you know they make the world's most comfortable lounge pants and tees? Mm. You got to put your kids in those. Me Undies lounge pants made from the same micromodal fabric as their undies, three times softer than cotton. And when you join the membership, Sal, you get all this stuff, lounge pants, tees, undies, everything Me Undies makes for less than anyone else. Me Undies underwear, softest things you'll wear, fun prints you can match with socks or a bralette. I don't know what a bralette is, but it sounds interesting. With their 100% satisfaction guarantee, if you don't love these undies for some reason, They'll do whatever they can to get you in the right pair. You got to try this out. If they can't, they'll refund you. It's truly risk-free to try the best underwear ever. Come to my house. I'll open my top drawer. You know what you'll see? Just piles of MeUndies just crammed in there because that's all I wear. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash BS. It's a no-brainer. Get 15% off at MeUndies.com slash BS. Um, speaking of very comfortable, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take you up on that offer. I'm gonna come to your house. I'm gonna check out your underwear drawer, and yeah. then I'm gonna leave. And I don't care what anyone says about that. <laughs> My wife won't think that. that's weird at all. <laughs> uh, speaking of comfortable experiences, I drove a lot of driving this weekend for my daughter's soccer. Mm. We had a game. 
because Stoner, you were with my my friend Rob Stone, who's now your friend, I guess. You're doing the Love college him. football yeah. on Fox, and he FaceTimed me. It was like during a soccer game, so I couldn't pick up. But we drove all the way to Bakersfield for a soccer game this weekend. Have you ever been to Bakersfield? No, I haven't been that far, but I think it's probably on the docket soon. I'll get into that later. Good. It's over two hours. And mm-hmm. on the way back, I decided I didn't want to spend another two hours in the car and was going 105, 110 on the, on the way back. <laughs> that's that's not even a parent corner. That's just a, a bill corner. But uh, my daughter immediately fell asleep because it was in the morning. And I remember taping that Futures podcast we did for your podcast, Against All Odds with House. And mm-hmm. I remember doing it, but I had a busy week and I couldn't remember all the things we did. So I started listening to it. What an amazing performance by the three of us. This NBA, yeah? Yeah, I feel like, you know how people talk about The Godfather and Godfather Part 2 and they talk about the cast mm-hmm. and they're just like, wow, Duvall and James Caan and Pacino and De Niro and Brando. Oh my God, that thing was so loaded. That's how I feel about that podcast. It is, really? it is well, just us laying out every single thing that's going to happen in the NBA this season. It is amazing. It's amazing. I'm excited, but I feel like we're only three weeks in, but you, we're really hitting on everything? We, we, had, we, we went through the whole Giannis thing. We made the whole case mm-hmm. for how Curry could win the MVP. We did the Gordon Hayward thing. I only, I only heard the first 55 minutes, and then my daughter woke up and said, can you turn that off? <laughs> and then I had to listen to uh, Ariana Grande or whatever the hell she's listening to now. The Gordon Hayward bet was spectacular by you. That was under, what was it, 15 and a half points per <laughs> no, game? No, it was 18 and a half. Oh my God. Yeah, and I went I went in, I went all in. I said this was the lock of the century. I've never been more confident in a bet. But you know mm-hmm. what sucks now? And he's not playing well. He's like a shell of himself. Whether it comes back down the road, I don't know. But um, But every time he shoots, like subconsciously, I'm like, miss it. And it's not like we bet like a million dollars and I got to like, I got to start. I almost need like a hypnotist to forget I made the bet. I wish we never made that one. But now yeah, it's like, I, I now we've already right. clinched it. I think he has like 40 points total. That's but, what um, I was going to say. He has a couple six point games in there. Yeah, we're, we're, we're good for a while. But you know, Sal, we're very hard on ourselves about, uh, about our spotty gambling and Mm-hmm. Just our faults as human beings. And I just want us to celebrate this one time, how great that podcast was. Yeah, everybody was. go back and listen to that podcast. Yeah. You can't make any money off it. Now, the only, yeah. I don't want to talk basketball the whole time, but what about the Celtics? Are you worried about the Celtics to win the East? It seems like there's- No. They, they should have beaten Indiana. Lose more than a game now. No, it's, it's super early. They're trying to figure out the lineups. They have too many good players and Stevens is playing Hayward too much and it'll all be fine. They're only six and three. The- Right. The thing I'm worried about, and and it's a topical because the Lakers got killed tonight. Yeah, it was without Kyrie, uh, Kawhi, right? He didn't even play, did he? Kawhi did not play. I, you know, it's Sunday night, nine forty three. I do think it's going to become a storyline at some point. Um, LeBron has put the stamps dot com on this season so far. <laughs> He is so talented that he has the ability to be on cruise control slash doing everything he needs to do without really investing himself. He's just not into it. You can tell. It's like he doesn't feel a connection to this team. And he's he's just kind of running up and down the court. And and people can say, oh, you're hating on LeBron. I'm not hating on LeBron. I think he's the second best player ever. I just think he's not locked in at all. I don't know whether it's the coach, but we've seen him do this before when he is completely detached. He's got all these young dudes on the team 
He's not trying to, there's no leadership at all. I haven't seen any sort of leadership in any capacity from him. Um, I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I think it's a very, very strange season by him so far. It's almost like he almost has the look of somebody who, who went to a college that he got talked into the college because he thought like his other friend was going to the college with him and then that friend backed yeah. out and now he's stuck at the college. That's the vibe I'm getting from him. I don't know what well, you're I saying. I think he needs one of, of two or maybe both of these things to happen to spark him. They need something like if Luke Walton goes, then you, what do you think? You think he he rebels against that or he's like, all right, now 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 it's going to look like it's me. I need to step it up. And or you, got, you said someone got to him. I'm starting to believe that... Uh, you're right. And I've asked like guys like Chris Broussard and people are, are agreeing with you that LeVar Ball was silenced. Oh, I, I, I had a couple of tweets from him and that could, that could light a fire under his ass too. Yeah. We need a LeVar Ball like to interview because Rondo is now taking minutes from his son too. So it's only a matter of time before right. the LeVar NATO goes off. But um, I, I think very, very strange, very strange season so far. And I don't fully mm -hmm. understand it. Um, you, do, are you worried about our under yet or our over? We have them at 48. You concerned yet? I'm concerned. Yeah, I'll, sure. I'll be honest. I'm always concerned. I don't feel great about it. I, I think, uh, Tate says he's going to take the season off at some point. Tate's been saying Tate's that crazy. since day one and he might not be wrong. They're four and six mm. right now. So they can only have with our bet, they can only have 34 losses. So only 28 to go. It's, uh, it's not great. Well, the thing is, he struggled last year with the Cavs. It kind of it was a similar thing. They weren't playing defense. It was stupid. But they had 30 easy games on their schedule. Now they have like 9 or 10, right? Yeah. There was a story so, about Magic laying into Luke Walton and cursing at him and stuff. And I asked Jalen about this to confirm. I spent a solid year with Magic Johnson. And I'm positive that he doesn't drink or swear. Definitely doesn't drink. Mm. Definitely doesn't swear. He has no vices other than he like the ladies once upon a time, as he's discussed over and over again. Um, I've ne I never heard him swear in a year. And Jalen's the same way. Jalen doesn't swear. And I and so the story had him cursing at Luke Walton. And I was like, that just doesn't sound like Jalen. Uh, it doesn't sound like magic. I doesn't swear. So I thought that was weird. So I when I read yeah. this stuff, I don't know what to believe because. That had something that specifically I know the dude doesn't swear. So well, anyway. and, and the no swearing thing is even more impressive when you consider that the guy spends two months a year in Italy with Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> and you would think some of that would just rub off on him coming into <laughs> September, but I guess it doesn't. Yeah, every summer, you, me, and our cousin Jimmy take <laughs> endless amounts of delay, and Magic goes to Italy with Sam Jackson and posts Instagram and Twitter photos from it, and. Every time a new one goes up, we analyze the photo, where they are. And I don't know why it brings us so much enjoyment. I, I always want to know what they talk about after like, you know, when you're with people for nine days in Europe, at some point, right. you really have to struggle to make conversation unless you're with Adam Carolla, which we went to Italy with Carolla in 2004 and he just talked the whole time. So it was fine. <laughs> but Magic and Sam, at some point, I just don't know. What do they talk about? You have any idea? Know, just being rich. A Twitter poll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the they, they look like they have a lot of fun. Like a lot of fun every year. They have. They have. They're on a huge yacht. It's, it looks great. <laughs> I hope it's us someday, Sal. All right, back yeah. to the uh, back. Not to, with these bets, it's not going to be. 
Back to the football. I made the fatal mistake of trash talking John Ham's team. Oh yeah. I got 16 points. Um I got 17 points from George Kittle. And I was super excited about it. There's really no way I was going to lose. Ham gets 32 points from Kareem Hunt, but more importantly, 25 points from the Dolphins D. And I lose by two points because Sam Darnold could not stop throwing interceptions, which brings me to my question. Are we sure Sam Darnold's going to be good? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. And I don't know. I, I tend to defend him because my friend Harry from Against All Odds hates Darnold. He thinks <laughs> it, it was a, a big mistake drafting him. And he's a Giant fan, so he has to fight people who say, oh, Barkley was the wrong pick. You guys should have taken Darnold. But that he had like, like 26 turnovers at USC is the senior year, something crazy the last two years. Um, yeah, he's good for one or two picks a game, like two picks a game and, and on the road for sure. I don't know if he's good. I that, want him to be. So as you know, I don't watch college football. You do. I watched yeah. the big games. Like I watched a little of Alabama LSU and boy, what a fun game that was. Alabama was up by like 20 in the <laughs> second quarter. What a, what a great sport. The same team wins every year and kills everybody. Awesome. Side <laughs> me up. Well, we see the same thing with your Patriots. I hate that you're just too close to it. At least we life. make it exciting. We have three point games and comebacks. <laughs> Alabama just wins by 20. What's fun about that? Uh, so yeah. um, the people at the ringer who I trust and respect were saying, you know, Darnold, he's, he's sloppy, sloppy with the ball. Little like what they were saying with Jameis coming out of college. Darnold has 14 interceptions already. Yeah. Not, we've only played nine games, so. That's a lot. Going into the year, those rookies were all 14 and a half, 15 interceptions right there. We talked about on this pod, we talked about that as a prop. And you uh, liked it, and I talked you out of it because I said it's too easy for a quarterback to get hurt. So I apologize. No, you're right, because I, I had Garoppolo over that number, too. Not that I thought he'd have a bad year, but you know he could have like 26 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. And um, yeah, he got hurt. But I did. I took him. I took Donald. I took uh, all the Joshes, everybody over. So you, the ones who didn't get hurt, you're going to win. I think, I think it depends if these guys get enough starts. Some of these coaches are weird with the way they're sitting and starting and everything else. I wish I had Nathan Peterman and go back and make that bet. Nathan Peterman, Brad, Brad's worst quarterback of all time. Nathan <laughs> Peterman. <worst ever. laughs> Seen him for three weeks. So right now on, uh, on QBR, mm -hmm. which a stat I don't fully understand or understand why we need. Yeah. Oh, I had Baker over too. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So they have the, the 32 quarterbacks ranked by QBR. 28th is Baker Mayfield. And I think this might even be before today's games. 28th is Baker Mayfield. 30th is Josh Rosen. 31 is Sam Darnold. And 32 is Josh Allen, which leads me, wow. leads me to my cluster theory, Sal, which is one of my favorite theories. I think I introduced it last decade. Draft classes, when there's a lot of something, sometimes the entire collection gets overrated. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you look at all these quarterbacks. Whoa, which one do you like? And and there's just a lot, but it doesn't mean any of them are good. And I wonder if that's going to happen. I've been really unimpressed by Baker, but I think he gets an even bigger pass than Sam Darnold because um, his coach and his offensive coordinator got fired last week, and it was clearly crazy dysfunctional, and it's not like 
he has a lot of weapons and uh, like he played without a left tackle today. There's a yeah, million excuses. Yeah, they're supposed excuses. to be bad. That's yeah, like, they're like supposed if to the point bad. guard for the team that plays the Harlem Globetrotters gets like 15 points a game. Like, all right, let's, yeah, we're, we're excited about him. I think that they're supposed to be bad as a team. So anything he does is just gravy. But um, yeah, wow, you're right. That So they're all, you think like Lamar Jackson sees that, that grouping and says, you know what, I'm good. Just give me the wild card play every uh, every other game. I'll be okay. I won't be lumped in with these guys. It's just interesting that all of them are not doing that well. Like Sam, mm-hmm. Sam was really bad today. I had that one on on one of the TVs, and I was just rooting for them to get to ten points so I wouldn't get killed by the Dolphins' defense in fantasy. And it went the other way. The Dolphins' defense just kept scoring points, but really bad off the mark throws and just seems super careless. And I know he's a rookie and I know it's early, but um, I just thought one of these guys would be further along by now. It's week nine. I thought we'd see some flashes. I think Dak Prescott uh, ruined it for everybody. He had a ridiculous year and and the standard was raised. And, uh, you know, Trubisky, it took a while. We didn't love Trubisky this time last year, did we? I still don't. (laughs) (laughs) He's seventh in QBR somehow. You know, I know, but he's, he's on a playoff team. Here, it's so crazy. now here's where somebody comes back. I'm arguing with this straw man now. Somebody comes back and they look, man, there's rookies. You can't judge rookies. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to grant that point. But we're in this 2018 where, where football turned into flag football. And people are right. just putting in. We just had a, the two best teams in the NFC just played a game that was 45 to 35. They scored 80 points. We have Mahomes, who you traded in fantasy for two guys who don't play. He's right. he's on pace to have like 50 touchdowns or something. So I don't understand why we can do the flag football. Football's crazy. There's no defense anymore. It's so easy to score. It's almost too easy. We got to fix this too. Well, the rookies, like, shouldn't it be easier for rookie quarterbacks in 2018? Why are these guys struggling? Yeah, I think so. No, it's it's definitely odd that these four or whatever, how many you you grouped in there that are, are grouped in the bottom there are all as getting off to a slow start as they, as they are. But you could put Patrick Mahomes in that class, though, couldn't you? I mean, he's he's like Ben Simmons. He played one game last year. He's pretty much a rookie. True. True. Yeah, he's – so I don't know if this counts today, but he was 26 and 6, 26 TDs, 6 picks. He's amazing. He's so much fun to watch. We're going to get to the week – the week, oh God, it's week 10, Sal. Yeah. Oh man. It's flying by. Are you getting sad? I am getting, when we hit double digits, it is a little sad. But I, I do like that we found this teaser thing that we can kind of latch on to. All right, can doing, we? Doing well. I want to do, I want to guess the week 10 lines, but can we cross some teams off? Ooh, yeah. I don't think, you want to you cross the Broncos off, right? So the Raiders are crossed off. Giants. Mm-hmm. Niners, Bills, Cardinals, Browns. Yeah, sure. Bronco, yes. Broncos. Yeah, Broncos could could join that group. Yeah. Jets. They're three and I six. Think so they they play the Bills this week. So if they win, they're four and six. But uh, what are you talking about? The it. Jets aren't making the playoffs. I'm crossing no, them off. That's it. eight. Lions are three and five, and the Bucks are three and five. I think we have to wait. Detroit plays Chicago two of the next three weeks. So, so we only have eight eight crossoffs so far. That's all you're. That's all you're allowing. Wait, who else? Um, that's it. The other, no, I'm not crossing anyone else off. Yeah, you're right. That's it. No, you can't. Uh, some of these other three win teams. 
I want to cross off the freaking Dolphins, but they're a playoff team right now. They're five and four. You're only two games ahead of them. How is that? The Dolphins are five and four, and they're minus thirty eight. <laughs> That's, That's a possible? bizarre team. And they won the dumbest game I watched all year. The dumbest win I've seen all year was Bears. Was Bears Dolphins. Well, it wasn't this one where Osweiler threw for one hundred thirty nine yards, and they had. Uh, 203 yards of total offense and, and beat the Jets by a touchdown. Blake is <laughs> this two, might have been the dumbest one. Blake is two and two in his last four. How about that? Who is Blake Osweiler? Brock oh, Osweiler. Brock, Brock, Brock <laughs> Osweiler. Who's Blake? Brock I think Osweiler. Blake Bortles and Brock Osweiler. Blake? You're right. They should they should just join already. <laughs> they should just become one. <laughs> that, that'd be great. Uh yeah. Brock, Brock Osweiler. <laughs> Brock Portals and Blake Osweiler. Uh, hey, you know what it's time to do? One of our favorite things. So Sal, Crown Royal doing something pretty cool this football season. They have launched a responsible drinking program called the Water Break. It's all about encouraging people to hydrate between drinks for a better experience, whether at the game, watching home, or in a bar. Have a great time. Enjoy some Crown. Just don't be that person that ruins it for everyone. We've all seen that guy who drank too much watching the game. Make the right call. Take a water break. So, who made the right call this week? Uh, I'm going to switch sports here and go to MMA. Mm. And our boy DC, Daniel Cormier, I think he made the right move. Now, I had a really nice money line parlay with Michigan, with Alabama, with Daniel Cormier, with the Chiefs. Um, There was somebody else in there. Anyway, it was like minus 127. I was very proud of it. And I was like, I need Cormier. I need that to stick we know how these these UFC matches are canceled at the last minute, but I need that to stay to get the the optimal odds that I'm getting on this parlay. So I need him to make weight. He comes in a little heavy. Okay, fine. I need no one to punch each knock each other out in the press conference. That didn't happen. No drugs, no nothing. The fight is on. So all he needs to do is stay away from this Derek Lewis. Have you seen this guy? I I I pay per viewed the fight last night. Oh, you did get it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I so saw his it. previous fights, he's, he's a monster. You just gotta you just gotta stay away from that roundhouse because he'll knock you into tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I said, just DC, just just bide your time, take him down, toss him into the cage, choke him out. I bet the under, under a minute and a half into the second round, and it just made it by a few seconds. Uh so hats off to you, Cormier, Daniel Cormier. He's my uh he's my water break guy of the day. That was the first water break we've had that doubled as a humble brag. <laughs> it was really you just bragging about how you bet on Daniel Cormier. Somehow that was the crown royal. I don't know royal. what else to do. I'm looking at these coaches. I'm trying to give a coach a water break. I, I didn't like anything any coach did in the NFL this week. Did, did you have someone? Yeah, I have someone. It, and it's another humble brag because it's me. I uh, <laughs> No, that's not really humble brag. No, it is. Is, is it a humble yourself. brag if I just say it's myself? I went to no, my. No, you can get the you can get the humble part out of there. Yeah, I went to this my son's baseball game today, which started at ten o'clock, West Coast time. Mm-hmm. I had my AirPods in and my iPhone with the Red Zone channel on. I didn't really talk to any of the other parents. I watched an hour and a half of the Red Zone. I zoomed back home, um, saw enough of the game. Saw my. By the way, my I'll save for pregnant corner. Uh, drove home. Watched the next hour and a half, then drove all the way to Ventura for my daughter's soccer game. Oh, wow. Listen to the Rams game while on my phone was, was 
or listening to the Chargers game while playing the Rams game on my phone. Got mm. to the game. The game was at 325. Um, was able to watch most of the game before her first half started. I stopped watching. Came back in, saw all of the last two minutes of all the games, the missed field goal, uh, Russ Wilson was watching that. Again, not interacting with the other parents. And really saw a fair amount of football. Then listened to the Pats Packers first half on the way home. Saw the second half. I'm really proud of myself, Sal. It's just great. It's a great combination of parenting and being responsible for this very important podcast that America likes to listen to. I was just going to say, I hope people will appreciate it. And I still think uh, Daniel Cormier would kick the crap out of you. <laughs> My choice is better. Bring than it on, Daniel Cormier. <laughs> but uh, no, I pe- people should appreciate what we do to, uh, to, to get prepared for this podcast in which uh, we pretty much say the same thing every week over and over. <laughs> <laughs> they should appreciate our commitment. Crown Royal reminds right. everyone this football season to take a water break and hydrate responsibly and make the right calls. Like humble bragging Sal and just flat out bragging Bill Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's do by the way, the the technology is tremendous. I've told this story a hundred times, but that like it was less than ten years ago when Jimmy gave you that portable TV that had direct TV on it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like AirPods and, and an iPhone and I'm watching games and nobody even realizes that uh, when my daughter comes out of the soccer game, I immediately shift my attention to the football game. Did you say you were watching the game in the car and listening on the radio? No, I had no. Yeah, that. no. Oh, I was. Oh, I was. You were. I put my phone, you know, in the little console between the thing, which probably, you know, in the top so I can see through the windshield, but also it's on the side. But then I had the radio thing on. So, yeah, it's oh, probably man. not. And you're driving 105 miles an hour. No, I, I, I was down only 75. It was it was fine. <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? I don't know. I don't know if you're there. Everyone say goodbye to Bill. It's been nice having him. Oh, man. I actually got a ticket this week for looking down on my phone as the car was moving. Although it wasn't I've my fault. I was looking tickets. at ways. I've gotten two uh, two texting while driving tickets in the last six weeks. I wasn't texting. I was looking I was. at the ways. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, and we sh- we shouldn't laugh at this because it's a, it's you know the texting while driving is probably not a great. It is thing. terrible, but I it do feel bad. like I'm better. I'm better at it than a lot of people. <laughs> I, I, f- I should get a little bit of credit. I, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I really am. I told the cop that he wasn't buying it. <laughs> I got mad at the cop. I had driven my kids to school. I was on my way to work and I just did the ways to see what was the fastest way to get to my house so I could whatever. And they pull me over and I I turned it into a moral moral thing with the cop. I was just mm-hmm. like, look, I every every part of my car works. I haven't hit another car in literally 15 years. I pay my insurance. <laughs> I pay my taxes. I drive through LA every day. I see people that have lights that don't work, that drive illegally, that have cars that are all banged up, that are yeah. just complete menaces. And and you're mad at me because I was looking down at my phone to check the <laughs> no, ways. That didn't like, work. Like this really, didn't I'm work. getting a ticket for this? Drive around LA for 10 minutes and look at the cars and the, the drivers. Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm the one you're gonna arrest? Or not arrest, but give a ticket to? Didn't work. He gave yeah. me the ticket. <laughs> There are people starving in South Korea. What do you, <laughs> I can't believe that didn't work. Yeah. He, I, I tried to make the guy laugh. I, yeah, I, that I never was works. like, oh man, this, I said to him, I said, um, this is getting ridiculous already. I just got one of these a month ago. And he looked at me like I was nuts. He's like, yeah, if you haven't learned your lesson, then this is getting ridiculous. I was like, I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just, see, I know it is stupid, right? I'm stupid. He, he didn't care. Wrote it right up. 
It's uh I've only gotten out of one ticket in my life. It was the day the Pats lost the second time they lost to the Giants in Indiana. We went to the Hoosiers gym, was driving back, got a ticket, and I think the guy might have been a fan. And he let me off. I was going like 90 on some Indiana highway. So I got out of the ticket, ticket. was with a a couple of Pats fan friends, and was convinced the Pats are going to win the Super Bowl at that point. Like, you get out of a speeding Mm -hmm. ticket, of course your team's going to win the Super Bowl. And no. No. It was just setting up for... Well, I was told this. I don't want... We don't talk about this all night, but I was told that it's not a moving violation and you don't get points on your license for the texting and driving. I was like, wow, that's... I'm not going to argue that, but that's ridiculous. There's no bigger example of a moving violation than that, right? You're not looking at the road. I don't know whether everyone is a terrible driver, but I'm just telling you in the city of Los Angeles, it is some of the worst driving. You can't even believe it. I almost would want to put a camera on my car and just drive around as people accidentally cut each other off, drift into lanes. Like You can't even describe it. It's like being in a video game. Right. I was personally offended that I got a ticket. (laughs) All right, guess the lines. Week, week ten. God, it's going too fast, Sal. I feel like the Cowboys have like six games. How is this week ten? How <clears throat> is another season of Jason Garrett? <laughs> Steelers home for the Panthers. They have done just a great job with some of these night games. This is a good one. I'm actually excited to watch this. We'll see how banged up the uh, Steelers were from that Ravens game. It was physical as they all were, but not not like the old days where five guys are getting carted off. I have the yeah. Steelers by five over Carolina. You're gonna <clears throat> you get it exactly. I had four. That's a good number. That's probably right on. Mm. I don't know what to do with that. So there are four teams off. We should mention Broncos, Ravens, Texans, and Vikings. So we gave out Cam. 32 or 35 to one, something like that for MVP. If they win this game, is he top three MVP right now? If they win this game, they does win he this game. jump ahead of Gurley, Breeze, and the Gurley dropped. No, I don't think so. Gurley dropped. What do you mean he dropped? I think it's Mahomes one, Breeze two right now. I'm a Gurley. He still scored a touchdown. He still has 16 through, no. through I, nine games. No. Right? Breeze, ha- Breeze has to be ahead of him now. Has yeah. to. I don't know. You don't think so? Oh, Breeze? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Breeze, yeah. I don't know if Cam goes third. I'm saying if they win this game. Right. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's nice, a close one. A nice little test for the Steelers. To see if, if you beat the Ravens and the Panthers in the span of 120 hours, I'm impressed. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know. And Le'Veon Bell was supposed to come back this week, right? But Yeah, we should talk about that briefly. I don't know who handled 2018 worse, him or Jimmy Butler, but um, both of them are in significantly worse situations than they were. And in Le'Veon's case, yeah, he saved eight and counting weeks on his body, and I totally get it. It makes sense, running back, short shelf life, all that stuff. But I just don't see what giant contract is out there waiting for him. Do you? Who's who's going to spend $100 million on him? I'm pretty sure they're able to franchise tag him for less now next year. Yeah. And this guy Connor comes in and might actually have a better rushing slash touchdown season than, than Le'Veon ever did. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably like, screw you. We're, we're in first place without you. And what Jimmy Butler has done this season, I, I I'm almost speechless. 
why they had why the Timberwolves haven't had the balls to suspend that dude yet without pay is inexplicable. I can't That's believe that has happened yet. See coming on the podcast, right? I mean, not that we didn't see it. We obviously it was going to be a possibility, but we didn't think that would be the result. Right? Well, we talked. You 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 had a prop. It was like twenty seven games played with Timberwolves high or low, and mm-hmm. I, I think we went low. So he's he's not getting to twenty seven. I'll tell you that much. Right. Sunday's marquee game. This is weird. This might be the highest line I've ever chosen for a Sunday marquee game, but this was the one that kind of jumped out at me the most. Rams home, Seahawks, the guest. Little NFC West lineage. Kind of a must-win game for the Seahawks all of a sudden, right? Yeah, after blowing this one. Well, not blowing it. They, they, they lost and they should have lost. But, yeah, you don't want to go four and five. That, so, yeah, that would be tough. I think what's what's the wild card? Still 10 and six, I think, for the six seed. They're four and four. I think the NFC West has probably sailed anyway. But mm-hmm. um, I think this is a kitchen sink game for them. A little like the Pats tonight against the Packers, where they just kind of couldn't afford to lose that one if they want to get a, a week one bye in the playoffs. But I have the Rams by nine. What'd you have for this one? I had nine and a half, and it's 10. So I'm going to get that one. And we will be putting that on a teaser. No questions asked. The Rams beat them, what, was it 33-31 a few weeks ago, like three weeks ago? I'm mad I got sucked into the Seahawks. And it turns out the Lions just suck. That was a classic. They took care of business against the Lions team that I thought was, maybe, obviously I thought was better than they he were. He didn't throw downfield today at all, right? No. Nah. It didn't look like he threw downfield at all. And uh you know, they don't really have a running game. To it, 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 They're they're a mess in the red, zo- red zone and everything. You talking about the Lions or the Seahawks? No, the Seahawks today. Oh. Well, they, they had been running the ball really well the last few weeks, I think. I, I just missed that one. I thought that was going to be the classic ball control, special teams, Chargers miss a big field goal. And then the Chargers miss the extra point, right? It was 7-6 instead of 7-7. Seven, seven, and then... Then they go, they go for two. The next time they miss it, it's 12-7 instead of four. It had all the makings of a classic Chargers loss, and then they didn't yeah. actually lose. Chargers. I think the Chargers have enough to contend with with this Anthony Lynn. Now, please, can they please? I brought this up a month ago. Just do away with the kicker. Just say we don't have kickers. We're not doing it anymore. This guy, this guy had three straight games with a missed field goal and an extra point. It hasn't happened in 40 years. Sturgis, they, they just... They're yeah. not right for a kicker. Just, you know how like Chick-fil-A isn't open on Sunday? It's like, yeah, yeah it doesn't work for us. We're not going to have a kicker. <laughs> we don't open on Sunday. Well, they Same had thing. that Lambo who's been really good for the Jags. Yeah, sure. I know. And, but as soon as they come to the Chargers, they don't do anything. Yeah, but they, they waved Lambo and he went to the Jags and he was lights out. So maybe it's like yeah. the curse of Lambo. Right. Yeah. It's a Lambo curse. Well, Mark the Rams because I I think we should strongly consider teasing them for sure. That's a win. The watchables. I don't win. The McVeigh doesn't lose two in a row, especially as a double digit favorite. Oh, we were arguing about this on the NFL Slack, and Riley McAtee, our resident uh, Rams fan, Riley McAtee, uh, very talented young editor for us. His favorite two teams are the LA Rams and the Sacramento Kings. How about that? (laughs) So. Any sort of happiness at all. He's like over the moon. They couldn't be more grateful and happy. And meanwhile, 
you know, I'm upset because the Red Sox lost an eight, 18 inning game right. in my 11th time. The Rams will win more games than the Kings, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, no. The Kings have the Kings are six and four. They're they're kind of Plus feeling themselves. Oh yeah, that's right. They're, they're they're actually putting together something here. So at some point, when the Browns fired Hugh Jackson, somebody jokingly said they heard the Browns were going to trade like two first round picks for Sean McVay, <laughs> and Riley reacted like we were trying to kidnap his child out of the out of the backseat of a car or something. He was so upset. <laughs> and he was like, "No, no, it's a joke. It's a joke." But um, that leads me to a question. If the Browns offered the Rams four first round picks for Sean McVay, do they say yes or no? <laughs> four first round four picks. Four first is a lot, round but picks. This guy, this is this is the Belichick of the new generation, right? Like this guy's even in the press conference, he's great. He's taking blame for the loss. Like you don't see that anymore. He blamed his scheming. I'm giving this you guys a real deal. I, I wouldn't do it if I'm the Rams. I'm giving you 19, 21, 23, and 25 every other year for the next eight. Four first round picks for Sean McVay. You're saying no. And those are good picks too, right? Because that's yeah. coming from I might, I might be giving you four top five picks. Uh four. You gotta take four. I think you have to take I four. would say would no. You done, would you have taken that for Belichick? I would say eight no. Years ago? I would not take it. I would keep you I would I would need six first round picks for Sean McVay. Well, four's stupid. That's like, you know. Six, Some, you know, that's like someone saying, "I'll give you a zillion dollars to jump off this bridge, but you don't, you don't get hurt or anything. You just have to, you just have to take a punch from Tyson. A zillion dollars." I'm like, "All right, I'll, I'll flip this around." The clapper finally gets fired in January. Good, Adam. Sch- <laughs> I like it already. Adam Schefter reports Jerry Jones has offered the La- the Los Angeles Rams five first round picks for Sean McVay. Would you be happy or sad? I'd be happy. I only heard the part where uh, Clapper got fired in January. I'm still happy. Did that not happen? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, did you see the the guy who dressed up as the Clapper for Halloween? No. You, you didn't see that video? Me. Oh my God. No. I got to send that to, to you. Stadium? Oh, that was really the Clapper. He, he had the headset. He had, it is... I'm, I'm going to put it, uh, I'll put it on my Twitter tonight so people right, can good. see it. It's, it is, <laughs> it, whoever did that, kudos to you, dude. It was really great. All right. The watchables. Saints traveling to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Sal, I should mention, this says all the makings of a Michael Conrad Memorial. Let's be careful out there week. There might be as, I don't know what the exact lines are, but there might be as many as six home underdogs this week. I think this is the first one. Saints minus three at Cincinnati. There are, to get ahead of you, there are, there are four home underdogs, but yeah, one of them's close. Yeah. Uh, what'd you say it was? Saints minus three. I said three and a half. It's four and a half. That's too high. I mean, they're arguably the best team in football. You have to make them a three. Since he's coming off a bye, right? I think you still have to make it three and a four. I like that Cincy team, though. They, I mean, they could beat the Saints. Saints aren't invincible. That comes down. You're not betting them, though. You're not betting the Bengals. That comes down. That comes down to Saints three and a half. Next one. Falcons minus five and a half Browns at Cleveland. That's my pick. You you went too high. I said four and a half, and it's four. And here we go again. So we didn't talk about uh, the sad demise of Huey headlines. 
Oh yeah. Just delicious. I, you do the Cody of the year every year for people in your universe, the character of the yeah, year. Character of the year. You do yeah. points, you figure out all this. I think if you did it for the general population, I think Hugh Jackson wins. I think he's, he's so the character great. of the year. I, I got sad. Didn't Me you get too. a little sad when he was gone? It's like, yeah. oh, we're going to miss out on. That's a lot of free wins gambling wise. Yeah, but then Greg the Bounty Hunter comes right in and claims that he had 11 job offers, 11 written job offers. Too. Lombardi said on GM Street on Friday, he's like, he's never heard of a written job offer ever. He's been, was in football for 30 years. Never heard of that yeah. once. Greg Williams had 11 letters for coaching jobs. I don't think he had well, he 11 letters NFL, for anything. This could, be, this could be middle school. Who knows what he was talking about? Oh, you think he opened, that could have been high school or college? Yeah, he kept it pretty, kept it pretty vague. But the, my favorite thing was the, the press tour after he got fired, talking about how he would turn the offense around, basically saying that Baker isn't doing his job. That's why they're not. That's why they're not succeeding. He blamed. He blamed everyone else. What's funny is he was leaking stuff when he was there, and everybody knew he was leaking stuff. Mm-hmm. And he tried to claim that they should have taken Carson Wentz, but then at the time, everyone knew that he was the one who didn't want to take Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. And then he was mad because they hired an offensive coordinator to help him with the offense. And his attitude was, "Well, that's why I'm here because I'm good at the offense." And they were like, no, actually, actually, you're the coach. You're supposed to run the whole team. That's why you have people in charge of specific parts. He didn't really like that. And then he didn't like Todd Haley's offense. And the funny thing is, if you watch Hard Knocks, you could see it was almost like succession. It's like at succession, you're like, oh, the oldest son, I can't remember his name. Um, you you know it's gonna him and Logan, it's it's headed towards something bad. That's how I felt about Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson. And then, and it was really good. I, it only happened a few hours after we uh, posted our podcast. I right? know, Which was fucking Browns. Yeah, I, I wanted another. I wanted a behind the scenes view of what what happened when Haley and Jackson were fired. I was like, just give us that one thing. I miss it so much. I miss Hard Knocks. I miss Hugh Jackson at the table saying, "This is why I'm sitting here, and this is why you guys are sitting there." When Someday, you're in this maybe chair, you guys will sit here. Yeah, when you're What's in this that? chair, you'll understand. When you're in this That's chair, right. you'll know. You know, it's like I've been in this that chair. chair. I've been in that chair. It's uh, not like being in this chair. It's different. <laughs> so this chair, that chair. Oh, he was so great. Listen, my offer is out there. If, if he wants to join the Ringer Podcast Network, I have whatever he wants. <laughs> if he wants his own podcast, if he wants to appear in the Ringer NFL show, if he wants to go on GM Street, if he wants to come on here, you name you name your price, Huey Headlines. I love it. See, now that you're not, you're not, you don't have to eat testicles, which you uh, offered up. What, what would, what the Raiders have to do? I said I would eat testicles if the Raiders made the playoffs. Made the playoffs. All right. You're good there. You're I'm good. good. Go. I'm good. I listen, I don't promise to eat testicles unless, uh, unless I'm pretty positive I'm not going to have to eat the testicles. That's one of my no, rules. No, yes, you do. You say it all the time. You're, <laughs> you're dying to eat testicles. It's a dirty little secret. <laughs> Uh, uh, hold on. Let's take a quick break. All right. We are well into football season and some people out there, Cousin Sal being one of them, have major regrets about their season-long fantasy teams. He spent all off-season researching and getting excited for his draft. He did all those mock drafts all over the place and then just months of pain. That's why he's excited that I'm playing on FanDuel all season because he needs fantasy stories because his own team sucks. Over at FanDuel, you get the excitement of researching and building your team each week regardless of the outcome. FanDuel has never been more fun or easy to play. 
play their gridiron pick them contest every week. Free contest. All you need to do is pick winners, no spreads. 10K split amongst the top pickers. I like the single entry contests. I like the super flex lineup, especially when you have like the Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt combo. Of course, I didn't have that this week because I lose every week in daily fantasy, but you can do better than me. I've tried other DFS sites before. If you're not a fantasy expert, FanDuel, clearly the place to play. New users get a $5 bonus when they make the first deposit. Come play with me at FanDuel.com slash BS. So Falcons, I had minus five and a half. I was wrong. You won that one. Last one for the watchables. Yet another home underdog. Patriots at Tennessee. Belichick versus Vrabel. Mm. Belichick loves Vrabel. Vrabel knows the Pats really well. I'm sure he's going to have like two or three little Tom Brady tricks. And yet I have the Patriots favored by four and a half. Yeah, you went light on that. I said six and it opened at six and a half. And that was before tonight's game. So I don't know how that changes. I am uh, flagging this game, Sal. How so? Stay away? To stay away. Do not put the Pats in anything. I don't like well, it. I was going to ask you. So you seem to know the relationships well. How is this different from, aside from, that was a night game, right? Was that a night game when the Patriots lost to Detroit? Yeah, it was, yeah. right? How is this different? So, a good, smart defense that doesn't make mistakes, team that can run the ball, a QB whose only real skill is being able to scramble and extend plays, which is the kind of guy that kills the Patriots over and over again. Important pseudo, maybe even a real must win for the Titans. And they're coming off a mm. bye. And the Pats have not looked good the past two weeks. I'm sorry. I mean, they, they got to 31 points today because they, they had to do some gimmick, some gimmick kitchen sink stuff. But right. I, I don't love the way they look. I, I think this is a red flagger. I'm staying away. Well, they're, not, they're not coming off a of bye, Tennessee. They're going to play my, my Dallas Cowboys tomorrow night. Yeah, I stand by it. They're coming off a of bye. <laughs> you son of a bitch. They're coming <laughs> off a short week and they're going to lose tomorrow. You'll see. They're coming off a clap. They're coming off a series of claps. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they are coming off a bye, but now, then they play uh, They play your crappy team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the barely watchables. What was the line on that? Oh, that, so yeah, it was much higher. All Six right. and a half. Yeah. The barely watchables. First off, the Bears are home for the Lions. I, I, I guess it's a must win for the Lions. I think their season's probably already over. The Bears are... are you know, trying to keep their little lead on the Vikes. I have the Bears minus six, and I think we should mark this one as well as a possible teaser. You're gonna get it. I went low. I said four and a half. And this is the this is the kind of game where we get cute and shift from a three team ten point teaser to a two team six point teaser. And then the Lions win in overtime or something stupid, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the line? Oh, yeah, no, it's six and a half. Not afraid of Stafford anymore. What was he sacked like ten times today? When they Nine traded, when they traded Golden Tate, that felt like a white flag for me because Golden Tate's yeah. good. That's not a move you make if you think you're a playoff team. That was weird. That sucked too. And Philly's going to be all right with him too because they're yeah. like last in the league in that slot receiver spot for produ- production wise. I like Golden I hated Tate. That trade. That was a weird one. That felt white flagish to me. And how? And if you're on the team, how do you get excited after that? You're like, oh man, right. we just traded our awesome receiver. Uh, Jags, Colts. 
at Indy. You and I both like this Colts team, and we have money on them to win the AFC South. Long shot bet. They have to win this game. They could knock the Jags out. Um, yeah, we. Well, this is probably a cross-out game for, for one of us, I mean, or for one of these teams. And for the bets we have on both of them for different reasons yeah, to win the AFC South. I was looking at that today. How do we have the Jaguars? I mean, they just spiraled the second we, we phoned in that bet Yeah, to, for them to win the division. They phoned in the season. I have the Jaguars incredibly favored in this game by one point, but I think I'm wrong. Yeah, you are. I said Indy by three. It's Indy by three and a half. Holy shit, really? I think they're just better at this point. What are you going to do? I like the Colts. Maybe I wanted that line to be smart. Wow, Colts by three and a half. So the Jags are just done this season. I mean, the Jags are three and five. Colts are three and five. I know you don't believe it, but if if Tennessee loses, are they three? What's their record? Three and five also? Yeah, like but- The Texans are really going to have like a two and a half game lead over everybody? That's Ugh. ridiculous. I can't believe that. The Texans, yeah. God, they're, they, they're going to be the shakiest team. They're going to be like 11 so and lucky. five. We're going to be watching them at Shakey's just shaking our head at each other. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not too early to get excited about a team we want to bet against in the playoffs. And that might be the one, right? Their quarterback's decent though. We, we like betting against teams with crappy quarterbacks. Is there any yeah, way Osweiler can, can Osweiler get in the playoffs? Five and four. <laughs> is this doable? Uh, can they get to 10 and six? Team. Well, it's either them or like what the Ravens or who, who's who's competing for that spot? Cincinnati, I guess, right? And Cincy's pretty good too. The Dolphins are the worst possible team. Yeah, that can be make bad. the playoffs. That'd be really bad. Uh, the Redskins are at Tampa. I thought the Redskins would be favored in this game, but after you told me there's only four dogs, I think I'm wrong. But I, I'm not gonna lie. I had Redskins by one. Yeah, I took. I had Tampa by one. Tampa's favored by one and a half ridiculous can joe house just warn us when they're just not going to show up because i like them today against atlanta and really just nothing i mean they, they did not they as francesa says they didn't even get off the bus dog i picked the falcons on friday almost entirely because i couldn't imagine a world where the redskins were six and two yeah sometimes well, that's kind of what i thought with houston I, I thought the same thing with houston like they're not gonna win six in a row i don't care if they went to denver and after the Broncos just traded their best receiver to them. Yeah. Stupid. Makes no sense. We have our most action-packed poop-fecta yet, Sal. Four teams. Four games. It's a quadruple poop-fecta. First one. Chiefs home for the Cardinals. Dare I say this is our biggest line of the year. I had Chiefs by 18. What'd you have? I said 16 and it's 17. So let's let's share this one. Let's share that one. Spread around. I think that gets to 19 or 19 and a half by uh, game time. I can't. I feel like Mahomes took it easy on the Browns today with like screen passes and stuff. And they still, they still were dynamite. I, I, don't, I don't see, even when they take their foot off the pedal, they have to score 35, 38, right? It does seem so like I mean, they, they're telling Mahomes, don't take any hits. Yeah. He took one today and I thought that Chief Sideline looked pissed about it. Like just that he put himself in the position. Second right. one, Chargers at Oakland. This is definitely a home dog situation. I went double digits. Chargers 11 over the Raiders. Yeah, you were closer. I don't know why I said seven and a half. That was dumb. The Chargers already beat them uh, this year. What was it, 26-10 yeah. a few weeks ago? Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's 10. 
I got to say, not to keep patting ourselves on the back, but we did a really good job before the season. We went to what? We did a good job before the season with some of our hunches and things we. Uh, yeah, I know. If the Jaguars didn't exist, we would be doing great. But we didn't, before the season, that wasn't one of our teams. One That's of our, true. Yeah. We went all in on like five or six things, and one of them was that the Raiders were going to be a train wreck. Yeah, that's true. And they've been a train right, wreck. So Ra- Raiders, Rams are two two ten point teasers for sure, right? Well, yeah. So we got Chargers, Rams. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers, Rams. That's two so far. And you know, I, Chiefs minus seven is not losing, right? You could talk me into what? What? What do you think the Falcons line will be at game time? Falcons at Cleveland. Uh I think it stays the same. It's very weird. So the Chiefs opened at like nine and a half and went down to eight and a half. And I get nervous when all that sharp money comes in. And yeah. that was the most lopsided bet game in like uh, like four years since like the Patriots played somebody. I forgot who it was. But like 85% of the betting tickets had the Chiefs on them. And yet the line went from nine and a half to eight and a half. So I was so screwed up by that. But then they just come out and clobber them. Like the Browns find ways to screw up covers, even if they can backdoor it. They just, they don't want any part of it. So what's the Falcons line right now? Right now it's four. Yeah. So 10 point T's, you take them the six or the Browns beating oh, them by a touchdown. Yeah. Come on. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's good. I like now, that. Now I'm going to save the poop Facta Super Bowl for, for last. Next poop Facta game is the Packers at home against the Dolphins. This is one of those that if the Dolphins somehow beat the Packers, I think Mike McCarthy gets fired the next day. Yeah, he could go. Anytime now. I had the Packers by nine over the Dolphins, and I think it's too high, and I'm not betting it. No, you're right. Well, Vegas doesn't think it's too high. They said nine exactly. I said six and a half. I don't know why. It. You would think it's a must-home win. If you harken back to the days when the Packers wouldn't lose at home, yeah, this really has to be a win, right? I just don't think they're that team anymore. But that's that's why we love mid-November, because all of a sudden, be like, man, remember when we run off the Packers? Now they've won five straight? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Here we go. The Poop Factor Super Bowl. This is it. We've waited for this our whole lives. The New York Jets at home with their weekend at Bernie's coach <laughs> playing Nathan Peterman and the Buffalo Bills. My God. Let the interception carnage begin. <laughs> How can they justify this Kaepernick thing anymore? How is this? How is this not being in Buffalo? You mean how many terrible quarterbacks have we seen this year? I mean, it's like comical at this point. It's embarrassing. I think if you interviewed Kaepernick, he'd be like, "Hey guys, I appreciate the 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 backup, but don't do me any favors. I don't want to play in Buffalo in November <laughs> yeah, and December." Thanks anyway. Go zero and eight. Yeah, I'm doing God's work right now. I'm good. Yeah, uh, I have the Jets by four. And uh, that's not just four points. That's four shits. That's four I don't give a fucks. That's four whatever you want. I have the Jets by four. I had seven and it's eight. Jets by eight. Oh my God. That is absolutely the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I think they're playing for weekend at, at Bowley's job here. <laughs> weekend at Bowley's. <laughs> I think they're in trouble here. Oh. Oh, I, I gotta get I, that. That feels like a ringer video. Weekend at Bolsies. Yeah, do it. <laughs> just him, uh, him, uh, him behind the the jet boat with on the skis, just hitting things. 
Fireman Fred screaming at him. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Yeah, Fireman Ed. So Xavier Sam had zero TDs, four picks, and a pick six, which many years ago I dubbed as a DeLome. I named oh, it yeah. after Jake DeLome. And if you're over, if you have five picks, no TDs, and a pick six, that's the full DeLome. So I thought right. he had a chance for the full DeLome, but he just went for the DeLome. Kudo, congrats to him. Game. Let's. They, uh, they said that field was ruined for the from the Miami game yesterday. The Dolphins do just enough to win. I don't know how they're winning these games. Like I said, you, you look at you look at uh, Osweiler's numbers: 200, 203 total yards of offense. The heist. Yeah, I was driving him at. I was driving to my son's baseball game in the on the NFL channel. They were talking about how messed up that field was. Mm-hmm. And it's like the the Miami Dolphins home season is just like it's like Mad Libs at this point, right? Every year they're like a hurricane messes with one game, the field gets right. screwed up for two other games, Ryan Tannehill gets hurt, some terrible quarterback who was we hadn't thought of for a couple of years is all of a sudden starting for them. Yeah. It's like over and over again. Yeah, they're the a thing. weird team of Dolphins. Didn't their offensive line coach do something terrible last year? Yeah. They you know, there's it's there's something. There's other more tortured franchises, but if you're a Dolphins mm-hmm. fan just this century since Marino retired, it's not like you have a shitload of great memories. No. Oh man, remember that year when with Pennington when we went ten and six? You're just getting killed by the Pats every year. You had the one dude that ran the Wildcat against the the Patriots and won that game. Uh, that was probably 15 years ago. Now, the Ronnie Brown, was, Tony Sperano. Was it Ronnie Brown? Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Brown and uh, who was the other running back? Was it? Uh, it was another uh, high draft pick. I don't know why I want to say Lamar Miller, but it's not Lamar. Yeah, Miller. something like that. Yeah. Let's take one more break, and we'll come back with the last two night games. All right, here's a little insider travel secret from our friends at Hotel Tonight. There are tons of empty hotel rooms out there just waiting to be booked. Hotel Tonight has partnered with these awesome hotels to help them sell those unsold rooms, which means you get incredible deals. Check it out. Hotel Tonight, forget scrolling through never-ending lists. Hotel Tonight shows you a select list of incredible deals at cool hotels they think you'll love. They even give short profiles of each hotel, complete with all the info you need and pictures of what the rooms really look like. Even though their name's Hotel Tonight, they're not just for last-minute bookings. You can book in advance. Perfect for spontaneous weekend getaways, three-day weekends, staycations, road trips, business trips, booking a place with a pool, and more. As you know, you've heard me talk about it. I've used Hotel Tonight many times for family trips, like the ones we're going to talk about in Parent Corner later, to start scoring amazing deals in incredible hotels. Go to Hotel Tonight or hoteltonight.com or download their app right now. All right, Sunday night, your Cowboys, man. So when you come back on this podcast a week from now, mm-hmm. assuming you haven't just decided to drive to Mexico or <laughs> just disappeared, uh, two Cowboys games will have been played. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Including two with, with your new star receiver that you gave up a first round pick for, and then other receivers who were actually better than him went for less than a first round pick. But then, Jerry and, well, and to be fair, Amari Cooper's like five years younger than a lot of these guys. I mean, he's still like 24, right? Can I have a counter? No, oh, there's a ton of counters, but I would say that's <laughs> the only thing that's the only thing I would say in favor of this trade. They were pushing trade. that narrative really hard that he was only 24. Yeah, I know. But it was like, okay, but is he good? 
is he is he worth a first round pick? Like Brandon Cooks went for a first round pick. That guy actually puts up numbers. I don't well, know. There's that a was pro- crazy. There's a big the big problem is every other GM offered a two, and that there was at least five apparently. The yeah. other problem is why not just draft Calvin Ridley if you wanted the receiver so badly? I mean, this Vander Esch guy is okay at linebacker, but um, and then uh, you know, number uh, the the only thing I think though it's it's gonna it's uh, shit or get off the pot for Jason Garrett. I think that's the thing. I, I don't think they're giving him another chance after this. So lottery protect the pick or get a pick back. You can't just be a yeah. number one for that. Uh, ludicrous. I have the uh, Eagles by four. I said four also. Vegas has them at six. They're big Golden Tate fans. Mm. We split that. I think that game's close. I don't I don't see you getting rolling over in that game. You love Bears Eagles, two team teaser. It probably doesn't get easier than that. I don't trust the Eagles yet. I need to see them play a good game. Hmm. Monday night, Niners Giants. This is our fifth poop fecta, although Monday night are ineligible for the poop fecta, but Who's the, who's the well, new I'm hero? T- I'll warn you in advance. It doesn't even matter because I have uh, I beat you by two so far. So unless you want to make this one double, you beat me. I felt like I was killing you this week. No way. Hmm. You had plus ones when it was minus one. You had plus one when it was minus three and a half. I have the 49ers by three in this one, so I hate it exactly. No, yeah, you got this one exactly. I said Niners by one. We didn't talk about this new kid yet second coming of Joe Montana, but I just felt I have never seen holes that big for a running back to go through for, for like receivers to get open and seams. I don't know what happened with the Raiders. I don't think football teams tank, but this team might be tanking. And what's funny what is this guy, Joe Montana. What are, what are we looking at? What's now he's not Joe Montana. What's his name? Okay, good. What's his name? Mullins, Mullins. He uh, that he he broke um he broke Favre's record at uh, Southern Miss for yards. Yeah. Well, and I like then, the whole uh, thing where they said they stashed him on the practice squad, but they held their breath. They were terrified somebody's going to take him. It's like if you're terrified somebody's going to take him, just put him on the team and wave C.J. Beathard. What, what yeah. are you doing? That's how you were so invested in this guy that you were whatever. Um, speaking of teams that are tanking. Your fantasy team got annihilated again and is now going to be 0-9. Unless Zeke Elliott can can get 38 points tomorrow, you're yeah. going to be 0-9, which I am positive has never happened. We've never had an 0-9 fantasy team. I don't think we've seen it. You're still I making still moves. Think my team is good. I'm going to score close to 100 this week. You're still, still making moves. You, you waved Eli Manning for Case Keenum this week. I don't know what you're doing. Should I just lay down and and die here? I I need to compete. You guys are all still fighting for playoff spots. I want to, I want to put up a good squad here. You have more life than the Jets coach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know. How do you win in this? Like I've made the finals three of the last four years. I'm not, not bad at this. I don't know what's going on. Matt Ryan had 31 points as the second highest scoring quarterback this week. Melvin Ingram or not whatever Mark Ingram's terrible. Edelman does the same thing every game. Devontae Adams. What do I do? I have Fournette and uh and Gronkowski on the bench. Miserable. Well, I guess I guess part of the problem is your uh your each move in our league costs five dollars. Mm-hmm. So it feels like hold on, I'm gonna put on a little mu- mood music for us. 
Talking about Sal's fantasy team. Uh, it's 0 9. <laughs> I have to win this week. This Maybe Nick Mullins will be the key. Should I take Nick Mullins? Oh, man. I'm really rooting for you. Only four weeks left. You might get the collar for the whole year. This is a good team, for God's sake. <laughs> I have as many points as teams that have three wins. You should dedicate the rest of the season to Rob Gronkowski, who died, what a, creep who died a year ago. What a creep. Oh, uh, sing it, Michael Stipe. All right. Um, all right. I hate R.E.M. Let's go to uh, let's go to parent corner. Do you uh, all right, so um, I'm just starting now getting a taste of. I, I was lucky all these years getting the kids playing all their soccer games, all their flag football games, all their basketball games in town here. So I'd have like a three minute ride, sometimes five minutes. But now my oldest joined this club league, and it takes you to all that. We haven't driven under an hour on a Saturday in like six weeks. So mm. this, this tournament um, took him to uh, Mission Viejo. Ooh. Where is this? Ladera. You've been there, right? Yeah, I've right been in a lot there. of these places, yeah. All right, so that's where that is. And that's uh, 55 miles. Takes a buck 15 in traffic if you're lucky. So I tell my wife, he has two games Saturday. He has, two, uh, he has one game Sunday. He has two games Sunday if he wins. He's in the finals, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll do Saturday, and then I'll take the other two kids on Sunday to football, to Corollas. And, and then on Sunday, you take him to freaking Mission Via Hale. Like, great. All right, so we go Saturday. They win both. They're coming back Sunday. Sunday, uh, I'm at Corolla's. The wife's there at the game. He wins the first game. Now he's in the final. So now I'm a little bummed at myself for not going there. Yeah. Um, right? Uh, now I don't know what to do. So Now you feel I'm like a bad her. parent. Yeah, I feel like a bad parent, even though I'm watching the other two. you know. So I say, d- d- listen, text me the score. She's like, all right, they're down 10. So I'm kind of glad they're down 10. I'm like, all right, I don't want to be there when they lose, uh, win the title. So, um, And then they fight back. She's like, they're down one with... Uh, with five seconds left and their kids at the line. I'm like, FaceTime me right now. I got to get in on this. Um, and Archie's having a good game. He's got like eight points and a bunch of rebounds and a steal. I was like, I, I got to see this. And uh, so she haphazardly turns the camera. It's all, all a mess. We should have this down by now, but we're FaceTiming. We're watching. The kid has three free throws. He misses the first two, makes the third, ties it for my son's team. There's three seconds left. The, uh, the opposing team inbounds it. My son, Archie, he fouls the kid. He fouls the kid. Oh, he no. He pulled the J.R. Smith. No. He thought, they were up one. He, he thought they were down one. Oh, he intentionally fouled him? Yeah. He oh, thought they no. were down one because oh, he got no. confused with the three free throws. And I'm like, and I'm screaming into the thing. I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, they shouldn't have called it. I was like, no, no, no. From what I see, he went right after the kid. He tried to foul. I was like, no, no, no. Oh, I don't know why the ref called him. I was like, he intentionally, uh, me from 50 miles away can tell what's going on on a blurry screen, but she couldn't say, but whatever. So the kid, of course, gets a one and one, sinks the first one. He's devastated. I want to yell at him uh, over FaceTime, but the FaceTime kicks out. So now I have to wait for him to get home like two and a half hours. And uh, I see him. And at that point, I was like, I can't, I can't yell at him. Would you? Now, I think you would have yelled at him, right? But I feel like he's been through enough for two and a half hours and I wasn't there. So it makes me an extra bad parent to lay into him. So I just, uh, I just, uh, 
tapped him on the shoulder and then he came in the room and watched the Patriots game. Wasn't that the right thing to do? Yeah. I don't think... <laughs> First of all, phenomenal story. Um, yeah. I don't think it's good to yell at kids for screw-ups. I think the only, the only thing trial and error over the years is effort you can yell at them for. Yeah. Especially if well, there's been driving. in a tie game is, is too much effort, right? Well, that yeah, that's like a brain fart, though. That's that's like, yeah. you you know, he's he's going to be the hardest on himself on that thing. Right. But like, right. If, if it's like a fast break where he just decided not to run back and they got a layup, like mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing where it's like, what are you doing? We, we, I just sacrificed my Sunday. You're not going to run? Right, right. Yeah, so. that's what so I couldn't even say that. I'm like, I here I am not sacrificing my Sunday and you're intentionally fouling for no reason. Like it didn't make sense. So do you think I there should the right be thing. a course for um for wives and moms to learn how to FaceTime sporting events for their husbands who aren't there? Because I've had similar yeah. issues with my wife and it right. It's honestly like they're trying to land the challenger. Right. <laughs> It's right, or vice versa. We don't want to be sexist here. There are some husbands, you know, wives that want to see from home, and husbands that don't want to do it, know how to do it. I listen. I I only, I only, I'm only judging from the experience of my wife and your wife. Okay, so we can, we know we can at least start a course where just our two wives would learn how to FaceTime successfully at a sporting event, and if more people want to come, God bless them. But. Oh yeah, for the first 15 seconds, my wife had it on her face. I was like, I don't need to hear from you. I, I want to see the, the I could, we could text each other or we could talk just on the phone to hear, to hear from you. I don't need to see, you know, <laughs> have your hair back she in just, a bandana. Like, it doesn't matter. She she thought her expressions were enough for the FaceTime, not not the yeah, actual exactly. 10 yeah, people need, on the court. It's like a, the real world, real world uh, confessional or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you needed. Um. My parent corner, my son, he had a, a baseball game today, which I, I went to the mm-hmm. first one. He struck out the first time up. The second time, he bats clean up. So sometimes there's runners on base. So third and second, we're down. We kind of need a hit. He gets this big hit, runs to second, lands on second, does the, you know, when the guy in like the Astros, they do, they get to second, they do the clap, and then they point to the dugout. Yeah, right. So does the clap, points to the dugout, and then does the Brock Holt hip shake thing from the Red Sox thing. All in a row. I, I was it was incredible. I've ne- I've never been more appalled and proud of him at the same time. It was <laughs> phenomenal. Um really great. Like really mimicked to a T everything he saw during the baseball playoffs, all in one play. Big hit, the clap at second. And I'm like, man, this kid's really figuring it out. So then I took my my daughter to the soccer game. And then uh, my wife texted me and said, well, no more Fortnite for Ben. And I said, what oh, do you no. mean? And he was playing Fortnite and he got mad they lost. And he threw his controller against the TV and broke the screen. Oh, no. So he no longer has a TV. So that all happened in the span of five hours. Wow. Well, you know, and, and you also proud and devastated at the same time, right? Now, that one, I was just mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm positive he knows not to throw the controller at the TV. He really gets mad now. The Fortnite when they lose, like it really feels like he's personally, like he's under yeah. attack. But I was gonna say that was a, a lot of this is gravy. You, this went over like the first week in November to break a screen out of uh, anger over a video game. This is his first one. This and went over by like uh, 13 months, I think. It's it's a really terrible job by him because guess what? No no more hand me down TVs. 
Right. That's it. That's no more. TV What's list. He know, but now. honestly, you say no more. But he's got a. He's going to be playing in. No, he, in he can have three his, weeks. Right. He can have his iPhone and choke on it for all I care. <laughs> so mad that he did that. What a little dick he is. Is he a? Is it playable or is it really just shattered? Well, that's the thing. I I was thinking of doing the thing where you just leave the TV in there with the with the crack in it, and they just have yeah, to. Yeah. It's like fine. Hey, man, it's your TV. Yeah, exactly. Put I some can't tape help, on it. Can't help how you decorated yeah. it. They also, uh, they saw the Queen movie yesterday and they loved it and they didn't seem to care. Oh, you loved it too. Oh, we never talked about the other mess, but I I loved, uh, I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. I did not, not like A Star is Born. And I was told that I might lose my podcast on The Ringer for, uh, for such blasphemy. Why didn't you like A Star is Born? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get spellbound by her, by her performance. It, It was it was it was a musical performance. It was fine, but I don't. As far as acting goes and the story, it was. I don't know. I mean, it, I don't want to ruin anything, but I was out when she punched the cop in the bar for no reason. What the hell was that? Stupid. I have a TV show for you. What is it? Bodyguard on Netflix. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, or maybe I heard you bragging about it. I tweeted about it, but I highly, highly recommend Bodyguard. Is Lady Gaga in it? No, she's not. It's really good though. It's only six episodes. It's like six one-hour episodes, but it's really good. So All last, right, I'm gonna write that down. Last thing before we go on Parent Corner, my daughter's team won her league today. They're undefeated. I think they went like 10-0-1 for the season. They get, we got one more game nice. left to try to go unbeaten. But nice. Uh, wow, that's great. Incredible, uh, incredible journey. I was very, very, very excited and touched. 10-0-1, and she had a drive all the way back where she wasn't allowed to eat, right? Well, no, we, we, sto- <laughs> we stopped that. <laughs> you're, like you're like the Japanese uh, baseball coach for the Little League World Series. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did, uh, we, we did in and out. I did say, um, I said we had to win by a certain number of goals and we'd stop for ice cream, and we did. That's how I bribed my kids. <laughs> We went for ice cream after. It's We're the worst. They really should take these kids away. We deserve broken screens and all this stuff. Well, you, my kid at least is the growing has finally slowed down. You have like your kid's like like almost a mutant at this point. Every time I, I see him, is an inch taller. What is he like six one now? He's six feet tall, and I'm, I'm like five eight and a half. And my wife's short. We don't we don't know what happened here, but uh, really, he's crazy. complaining that his knees hurt after basketball. He's like Bill Walton already. <laughs> It's like, yeah, Mick. Uh, what do you got to plug? Did you win the lock it in this week or no? I lost. Clay Travis won for the first time in eight weeks. Yeah, so damn call it. In, uh, I know. I may call in. Uh, I, I lost on uh, Furman hit a 38 to one parlay with teams I'm not even sure exist, like Louisiana Monroe, and he still lost. And I lost because of, um, I don't know who. Oh, the Bears under. That was dumb. But lock it in Monday through Friday, 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern. Jimmy Kimmel Live. The midterm show is Tuesday. It's live. It's actually live uh, at 11 p.m. And uh, against all odds, Wednesday night, I'm on the Fox pregame show, Saturday, 11.45 a.m. Eastern time. And I'll be watching Bodyguard. Six episodes. All right, I've that written down. November 6th. Get out there and vote. We're not, we're, we're not telling you who to vote for. We're just saying, hey. Country's kind of effed up right now. You know what helps? People voting for what they care about one way or the other. So whatever you care about, go out and vote. We need That's you this right. year. It's 2018. Not telling you, there you go. what to do. Just telling you go vote. Uh, thanks, cuz. Good job by you.
Good job of you, Billy. All right. Thanks to ZipCruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipCruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to TheRinger.com. Go there all week. Hey, if you haven't been to TheRinger.com, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't have been, but there's a lot of rumors right now about me working on an NBA trade value column. It's been almost three years. I think it's been more than three years. And there's heavy, heavy rumors. I'll have to wait until Woj actually reports that I'm doing one. But uh, a lot of rumors right now that I'm doing one. Check out The Ringer. Check out The Ringer Podcast Network. Check out Dual Threat with Ryan Rosillo and The Ringer NFL Show and all of our awesome football shows. Ringer NFL Show has Dana C. Football and Clark and Mays and GM Street. Uh, if you see the One Shining Podcast guys in the Midwest this week, please don't feed nephew Kyle any more drinks or food. Thanks to FanDuel. I'm so excited to be playing on FanDuel this football season. The excitement of researching and building my team each week, regardless of the outcome. Tons of ways to play. A gridiron pick em contest. Single entry. All kinds of stuff. New users get a $5 bonus when they make the first deposit. Come play with me at FanDuel.com slash BS. Back this week with two, maybe even three more podcasts. Who the hell knows? Talk to you soon. <laughs>